Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey friends, I am super excited to have you back for another episode today. We are going to be talking all about your email pitch. If you are emailing a potential client, offering your services to them, wanting to work with them, what does your pitch need to look like? What does it need to include? How can we make sure that it can be opened by clients And how do we write a must open email? So I'm going to be breaking all of that down for you in today's podcast episode. I'm going to go step by step of what I have included in all of my email pitches that have gotten my emails opened and have booked me those discovery calls with those clients. You are not going to want to miss today's episode. I can't wait to dive on in. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business, and now I want to share all my secrets with you. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. Before we jump on into today's podcast episode, I do want to let you know of a super exciting deal that is going on right now if you are listening to this episode live on June 9th when it officially airs. There is an amazing deal going on that I'm a part of right now that I'm so excited about that I can't believe is even a deal right now, but it's something that I'm super excited to be offering to you in my community. So I am teaming up with a bunch of my favorite course creators that have been creating online courses for many years. We are teaming up together to bring you a bundle of courses that are really going to help you start your business, grow your business, scale your business, and take those next steps. If you've been sitting on that dream of something that you've wanted to start or wanted to grow and you just haven't had the resources to do it or you've been eyeing a course and you can't justify spending that money on just one course, well, now is the time to make the investment because you are going to get 20 courses for a steal for $99. And when you take all of these courses, the original full prices of these courses, you add them all up, we're giving you over 5K worth of courses for $99. So when I did that math, that's a 98% discount. That's insane. That's way more than a 50% off sale. If you have been thinking about investing in your business, now is the time to do so. This is like an entrepreneurship university for you. It has everything from Instagram growth, branding, creating a podcast. I'm including my program, The Prep, in there. So if you've been sitting on the fence about thinking, I want to start my virtual assistant business, but I'm not sure, this is included in there. So you're going to basically be getting my prep program to start your business for $5 when you take the total of all the courses that are in there and divide it by $99. So if you have 
wanted to make that next investment, I want you to go over to aubreymalek.com slash radiant. And I'll also link this up for you in the show notes as well. But head over to that link. Look at all the courses that are included. There's some really amazing women that are a part of this bundle that I know you'll just love what they have to offer. Go check it out. See if it's the right fit for you. But you really can't go wrong. You're going to get a bunch of different topics in there. It's going to help you grow your business, maybe help you with email marketing, maybe even help you learn a skill that you've wanted to help your clients with, but you just haven't been ready to make that investment. So like I said, go to aubreymalek.com slash radiant. Go check out all the courses. The only thing I want to tell you is that this is a limited time offer. We are only running this for 10 days total. So you have until June 18th to claim this, and then we're going to take this down. And these courses bundled up together like this will not be available at this price. So definitely, if you're thinking this is for you, then go make your move on this. You have until June 18th. And then let's get back to our regular scheduled programming. Today we are talking all about how do I write that email pitch? So I'm going to go point through point about what your email pitch should have. So if you have a pen and paper handy, let's get that out and let's walk through that process. So maybe you see a post come up in a Facebook group and you think this is a potential client that I want to work with. Maybe you see that a person that you've been following on Instagram is hiring and they say, send me an email. What does that email need to have? Um, You could just send an email saying, hey, I'm super interested in applying for that virtual assistant position that you have available and I would love to learn more about it. Or you can send a pitch that's really going to catch the attention of the person that's reading it. A lot of times when people say, send me emails, they are expecting to get a lot. So how can you make sure that yours stands out? Let's go through that point by point. So the first thing you want to include, the first thing that a potential client's going to see is your subject line. What should that subject line say? It should definitely say something that will get their attention. So I've had some pitches come into my inbox. Some of the subject lines are good. Some of them are not so good. So some of the things that stand out to me, um, I had one come into my inbox. It said, I would love to help you with Pinterest. It was specific and I was like, "Mm, I'm intrigued because again, I knew that Pinterest was somewhere that I was lacking. Um, A subject line that I would send to a lot of my clients is I would say, I'm your girl or I'm the best person for this position. Something like that, something that's catchy to get their attention. Um, Don't just do a subject line that's, hey, make it so it, it causes them to press open on your email. You want them to get to the place where the meat of your email is and that starts with the subject line. So if you can incorporate the position that they're hiring, if you could say the best person for your web design or the or the person that you need for your Pinterest, that's me. Something catchy that'll go, oh, okay, I should open this. I should see what they have to say. So that's the first thing. Take care of that subject line. The second thing you need to do when you start your email, obviously you you know start with the hey, whoever. I'm always a hey person, but you could, you know, if you wanna be a little bit more formal, you could say hello or hi, but I'm always hey, Susie, hey, Molly, whoever it is. The first thing you wanna start with is you wanna start with a little bit of flattery towards that person. Show them that you've vetted them, that you've actually looked into working with them, Uh, maybe a connection that you can make with them. If you're looking on their website, if they have an interesting piece about their family or about something that they enjoy doing. I remember one time 
I was applying for a position with a food blogger and she talked about spicy margaritas. And I was saying, I've always wanted to try spicy, spicy margarita and maybe we'll just have to enjoy a conversation over a, a smart, spicy margarita or something like that. Just to make a connection, show them that you're interested in them. If this is someone that you've been dying to work with or you're, you've been following for a while, give them, talk them up, show them that you know who they are, that you're interested in their company and their business and what they're doing, that's going to go a long way as opposed to just getting right to the logistics. It doesn't have to be anything lengthy, but just show them that you vetted them, that you're interested in them, that, um, you know, kind of, that's something that people look for when they're hiring is that someone who's going to be joining their team actually knows a little bit about them. So take the time, do a little bit of research, go on their social media, go on their website, find out an interesting fact about them. Um, You don't just have to pull something out just to have something, but really do take the time. Um, That's going to stand out. It has stood out to me in pitches that I've gotten in my inbox. If they said, I've been listening to your podcast for a while, this episode really stood out to me. I've been following you for a while, ever since you left the classroom, and it's encouraged me to continue to do that with my business, you know, something like that. Those things stand out to me, and I'm like, okay, wow, I wanna keep reading. You wanna give them a reason to keep reading. The next thing you need to do is you need to touch on their pain points. So what is it that they are hiring for? And how can you come in and solve those problems for you? So when I was working with teachers on writing their blog posts, I would talk about like, I know how exhausting it is after a long day of teaching to come home and try to find the energy after maybe chasing down your own kids to write, sit down and write a blog post and all the things that go into it and making sure that it's easy to read and it flows nicely and then you have to even tackle the whole thing about uploading it to your website and making sure it's formatted like I would touch on those pain points on those emotional things that they were going through and then I would say something about let me talk to you a little bit about why I think that I could be a really great fit for you in your blog management needs so I'm touching on their pain point and pulling it back into how I am going to be the person to solve that problem for them the next thing that you can have is you can have a little bit about who you are, um, you know, a little bit of a, your background story. Again, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. You don't want to write a whole novel here. Um, a lot of the times I was working with teachers, so I would pull in that experience that I want. I loved being a teacher, but I wanted to be at home with my kids to have a flexible schedule. And now I found that working with teachers gives me that passion that I had for being in the classroom and helping others, but I also have the flexibility to be the mom that I always wanted to be. So I kind of, again, pulled it back into why I'm passionate about working with this type of client. After you talk a little bit about who you are and what you offer, uh, the next thing that I would suggest that you can include, again, this is, this could be your call. You don't have to do this. Some people uh, want to see pricing right in that email. What I have found is that I've always included a link to my website, I've always included a link to my portfolio, but sometimes potential clients just would not open those things. And if I wanted to get on that discovery call with them, I would talk about my pricing packages. Now, here's a caveat to that. You can always say my packages for this service start at this amount. So whatever your beginner package is, you could say it starts at this amount. That way they know, okay, here's what I can expect to pay for, not the bare minimum, but for that basic package. And then if I want to include more things, then I would go up from there. So if you use the language starting at, it at least gives that potential client 
a ballpark figure to know, okay, this is where I'm going to be. Um, I liked doing that. I liked including my prices on those email pitches because that way I wasn't getting on calls with people who really could not afford my services. I wanted to make sure that someone who wanted to take that next step with me and get on a, a discovery call with me knew that my packages were at least at this certain amount, whatever that is for you. If it starts at 500, if it starts at 400, whatever it is for you. But I wanted to make sure that if we're going to take that next step and get on a call, that they knew, here's where my packages are. Here's where you should expect to start paying for my beginner package. So I would include your pricing specific to the job posting that they are looking to hire for. The other thing that I started in doing, started doing with my email pitches that I really feel like set my email apart was that I included a testimonial from a client about a recent project that I did that spoke to my experience. And I think that letting client results speak for you is a really great way to move forward in a process with a potential client because people want to know that it's what you're offering has worked for someone else, has helped someone else. And like I said, I always would include the links to my page with my testimonials on my website, or you can have that in your portfolio. But one, like I said, one thing that I found is not every person would click on it. So I wanted to include anything that I wanted a potential client to know about me and my business. I wanted to include that right in the body of the email, because if the only thing that they were going to read from me was that email, I wanted it to be, to have everything that they needed to read. Again, I didn't want this to email to take them 20 minutes to read, but I wanted it to flow in a nice way. And so what I would say is here is what a recent client had to say about our experience working together. Especially I would include that if the position that you're looking to work with this client in on is related to the project that you've recently done. So if you did maybe a Facebook group setup and you're looking to do that with this next potential client that you're pitching, then I would include that too. Um, always, always, always include a link to schedule a call. So at the, towards the end of the email, you can say, I'm really looking forward to hearing from you if you want to jump on a call so we can talk about more specifics in your business and what you're really looking for and how I could best support you. Please click this link to schedule a call with me, a 30 minute discovery call. Looking forward to hearing from you. So make sure that you always include that link. Don't assume that they'll email you back saying, hey, I'd love to jump on a call. Can you send me your link? Anything that you want them to read, make it in that very first pitch. That might be your only chance of getting in front of that business owner and making sure that you have those things in there. So like I said, include the link to the portfolio, include the link to the website, but anything that you really want them to see, know about you, have it be in the email. So definitely having that link, having your pricing, if you want them to know, hey, here's where my prices start out. So if you have specialized your services and you know, hey, I start my Pinterest packages at $600, make sure that's in there. If you don't want to spend time getting on calls with people who don't have the budget just yet for your services, then that's totally fine. You don't wanna waste their time or your time. Some people really just don't have the budget. Maybe they're just getting started and you know what it's like when you were first getting started with your business, you couldn't invest in all the things that maybe you wanted to, you had to pick and choose some things. So business owners have to do that too. They have to pick and choose what they outsource and what they budget for. So I, like I said, I always liked including that pricing so I could make sure that if someone's gonna be jumping on a call with me, they know that this is what we can expect to start at price point wise. So just to run down through those things of what your email should have if you're pitching a potential client, a lot of this can also apply if you're cold pitching as well. There's some things that you definitely wanna tweak here, but 
a majority, the skeleton of this email is very similar. So you wanna have a catchy subject line, something that's really going to make it pop out in their inbox and make them wanna click to open it because it could just go right to the trash. You wanna start with a little bit of flattery to show that you've researched the client, that you're interested in them, that you've taken the time to learn a little bit more about them and their business and what they have to offer. Like if you've been following them for a while, make sure you mention that. It doesn't come across as stalkerish. I know for me, when I'm looking to bring someone onto my team, I wanna know that they know about my business and they didn't just find me you know, yesterday. Um, not to say that that's uh, disqualifying quality, I guess, or a disqualifying factor, but if you've been following someone for a while, if you've been, you know, if you've devoured everything that they have to offer and you would just love to jump on their team because you feel like you can really carry out the mission of what they're trying to do, mention that. Number three is to touch on the pain point of what they're looking for. So what are they currently struggling with? And then tie it back to how you can help them in their business. Why are you the right person to come on to their team? The fourth thing you can include is your pricing, saying my packages start out here, that way that you know and they know what to expect, uh, including a testimonial from a client about a recent project so that they can see, wow, like she's helped someone else too, that's great. Um, and that might make them wanna take that next step with you if they see those kind words. The next thing is to always include the link to schedule a call with you, making sure that you have that. If you don't already have a scheduler, definitely get one in place. I recommend Acuity, but if you have something like HoneyBook or Dubsado, definitely having that link in there so that they can click the call and book one with you if that's the next step that they wanna take. And then like I said, you can include your link to your portfolio, you can include your link to your website, but I always say whatever you want that potential client to see, know, learn about you, it's gotta be in that email because they might not take that next step to click on the portfolio or to click on the website. And then the last little bit that I would give you to is if you are responding to a job posting or a job thread or something where they've, they're looking for to hire, maybe you saw it in a Facebook group, if they've asked for specific things within that email, make sure that you do all the things. Sometimes that's just a qualifying thing that they are looking to see, can these people follow directions? Can they look at a job opportunity posting and do what it's asked to do? So definitely double check that over. If they just say email them, then you definitely wanna have what I talked about here in this email for sure, um, in this podcast episode about the email but definitely going back through and looking, is there anything specific that this client wanted from me? Do they want a sample of something? Did they want uh, me to attach uh, graphics or stats? Or did they want me to respond to a question that they wanted to know about, like what's your favorite food or something silly like that? Again, sometimes they just throw those things in there to vet people to make sure that people are following directions. So definitely do that too. And once you have the outline of this and you have this ready to go for your client, you can use this template for your other email pitches. I am not opposed to using a template, but just making sure that you personalize it and tweak it to the client. But the things like the link to booking the call with you and your portfolio and your website links, different things like that, you're about, uh, your about section, who you are, those things aren't really going to change from email to email. The part about the flattery and the part about your, um, maybe the pain points and your pricing, depending on what you're responding to for your job that those things might change, but keeping the template and then you can just copy and paste that back in and tweak it to fit the client that you are specifically responding to. So I hope this episode was helpful. If you have been struggling with what should my email pitch include, um, this is definitely going 
going to be a great episode for you. If you are a part of the prep program, if you've purchased that from me, you get my word for word template in the prep. It's already there for you. You can copy and paste that and obviously tweak it to fit your specific things, put your links in there, but I give that to you for free as a part of the program. If you have not purchased the prep yet and you are listening to this episode before June 18th, definitely grab the Radiant Course Bundle that I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, aubreymalek.com slash radiant because my program is included in there. So you get my course plus all the other courses that are in there at such a steal. But if you're listening to this after June 18th, then go to aubreymalek.com slash the prep to purchase the prep program. That'll give you everything you need step-by-step to starting your virtual assistant business from getting your business legal to your services and your offer and your pricing to your ideal client, your branding, your marketing, your mindset, all the things you need to start a successful virtual assistant business is in my program, The Prep. So you can grab that at aubreymalek.com slash the prep. And I hope you're having a wonderful week and I can't wait to catch you in the very next episode. I will talk to you soon. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.